Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is Brett, Derek, myself, Mike, and we're joined from Super Geeked Up, uh, Jeff. How's everyone doing? Good. Good. Great. Thank you for having me. Uh, our pleasure. Yeah. And, uh, Brett, I'll let you start it all off. Yeah. Just saying, Jeff, uh, since the last time we uh, spoke, you've uh, been up to a lot a lot of uh, stuff. You've got the DC Action Hour going. You've got uh, the Monday Night Mayhem, which I was a part of for the role playing and D and D type stuff. And you've got other strange Star Trek. So you're a uh, busy guy. <laughs> I think yeah, I've tried to, try to stay busy. Yeah, we got a few, a few different shows up there. Uh, obviously, like you said, we do. We do besides Dungeons and Dragons, we do a few different uh, role playing things on Monday nights. Uh, which you know, obviously you were a big part of from the beginning of that show for a while, and uh, during the the regular seasons of all the CW shows like Arrow and Flash and Supergirl, uh, we talked that in DC Action Hour, um, so we have fun doing that. And uh, Super Geeked Up, uh, which is on my like, geeky discussion improv type show, is coming back uh, July 26th this summer for season six, actually. Ah, cool. Awesome. So, is this the first time that you've attempted doing seasons? Because I think before you were just like going like straight through. Yeah, until like recently. We were we were more similar to you guys. We did do it every week, probably for about uh, I don't know four years, five years or so. Um, And then I decided. uh, I mean, it was great, but I also wanted to try to get back to some scripted writing, which is kind of where I started. Um, So to make time for that, I decided to do things in seasons. And actually, uh, this past uh, winter and spring, we actually did. I, that's how I started it. We did ten episodes uh, from like January to March, uh, which I called season five. And uh, and then then we're coming back in July, so we're probably gonna do like twice a year, do kind of like a ten twelve episode run, and uh, still doing the same kind of geeky stuff though, you know. And that also gives me time to to concentrate on some other stuff I'm excited about. Nice. So, do you think of the uh, last season since you're doing the DC stuff? about the last season of DC, their shows. I thought for the most part they were pretty strong. Yeah, you know, uh, so Flash is still my favorite show on TV. I do think season three, the one that just ended, was not quite up as good as the first two seasons, which I thought were stellar. Uh, Mm -hmm. It still was great, you know. I still really liked it. I just didn't think it was quite as up. I think Arrow recovered somewhat from a couple of what many people say were not so good seasons in three and four uh, I think Arrow, Four. particularly in the second half of the season, started to get its footing back here in season five. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was, it was a damn good cliffhanger, man, on the season five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't say what it is for who haven't seen it, but it was good. Right. Uh, yeah. Deadlines are passed, so <laughs> it's, it's been almost a month since, since that aired. Yeah, I, I just always hate, I hate like, spoiling anything for anybody. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, war- <laughs> but yeah, well, uh, I think those are good. A lot of uh, characters have made some repri- <laughs> reprise in their roles. Uh, during the finale, and oh yeah, 
Like, I mean, that, well, I'll say this one because that was that was no like Slade Wilson, man. Oh, dude, I'm so happy to see him back. Yeah. so good. And it, and it was great because he still didn't know which side he was on. I knew which who he was playing. <laughs> yeah, Manu so Bennett is so good, man. Like he's such a yeah. good actor. I just I don't it's probably not, but I really want that character just to be back on a more regular basis on that show. Because it was in season two, that was the best, and when he was the main, like you know, intact. Yeah, you got to interview him. Uh, was it at San Diego or another con? No, I was actually at a con outside of Boston. Uh, uh, in the uh, oh, crap, what the hell was that con called? <laughs> this is terrible. I'm sorry. I'll think of it in a minute. Okay, but, uh, that's right out of my neck of the woods. Um, yeah, it's, it wasn't Boston Comic Con. It was the uh, one of the other ones. And, uh, yeah, no, he actually was a super cool guy. Um, he was great. He was, like, one of my favorite interviews. And uh, he was really cool to talk to. Nice. And I thought that uh, Legends of Tomorrow really had a, a strong season. I liked um, uh, that what they're doing with Sarah Lance becoming the captain. And I think they really grew her character from just being a generic assassin-type yeah. person. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, I didn't care about it too much. Well, Sarah is my favorite character on that show. Uh, I really do not like Legends of Tomorrow. I generally constantly criticize it on our own show. Gotcha. <laughs> um, uh, well, I got so many problems with that show. I won't go into it. Uh, it definitely, it definitely, if you're raking all the DC shows, it's definitely the the least. But yeah, I can definitely see people not, not liking it. There's not really many characters that you really care about on there. That's a problem. On our show, we, we say it's where they where they throw the characters that go. And, like, any character who was on another show that goes to that show, they kind of just ruin them as far as I'm concerned, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hate what they did with, uh, with Ray Palmer. Uh, you, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. Really. Yeah. And, uh, and Supergirl is still, I feel, kind of uneven. Uh, there's a lot of stuff yeah. I like. There's a lot of stuff I don't like. Okay. For Black Lightning, though, see how that goes. Yeah. Well, first they said Black Lightning was not going to be part of the Arrow universe. Now it might be, but on Earth forty three. Um, and now they're talking possibly Static Shock making an appearance on on Black Lightning. Ooh, mm. that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I love Black Lightning, but for some reason I'm not excited about the show. Not sure. How come? Not sure. I don't know. I'm not, I liked him when he was with the Outsiders and with Batman and the Outsiders. I I've loved. Pretty much I've been a fan. Of, I've been a fan of Black Lightning for since like the '80s, mm-hmm. and I don't know for some reason I just feel like they're not. I don't know why, but I feel like they're not going to do the character right. But that doesn't make any sense because they've been doing all right with everybody. I don't know. It's just weird. (laughs) It's like, like a gut feeling or something. I don't know. Hopefully I'll feel better once they start the show. Yeah. Well, for me, it's, I wish they would just make up their mind. Are you Arrowverse? Are you not Arrowverse? And if you are Arrowverse, why not just go ahead and put them on Earth Prime or Earth One, whatever you want to call it? Okay, but by the way, when they say Arrowverse, do they just mean it's in the same like world as Arrow and Flash? 
Yes. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So do they consider they're saying Supergirl is not Arrowverse? Because she's Earth, where the hell it is? I always forget, right. 1938, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea what Earth it is. I think they do consider Supergirl part of the Arrowverse because of the crossovers. Right. But see, the fact that's, that's that they, why I don't get it. I don't get how Black Lightning couldn't be part of the Arrowverse. He has to be on one of the parallel well, 52 Earths, right? If he's not, right. where the hell is he? Like, right. I don't understand. Well, they're, wasn't they're talking. To, aren't they doing like a he retired or something, and then something brings him back? Or yeah, I thought I his heard daughters like are getting that. into it, right? And he comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. So, which is like the but, comics too. But but their no. but their talk is Black Lightning will have no crossovers, no relations at all with the other shows on the CW. Right, I think that's not good. Maybe, maybe that's why I'm not excited about it. Yeah, I know they did say they're doing another four part crossover, but not with Black Lightning. Yeah, it's something like Marks on our show, DC Action Hour. I think theorized maybe they want it to kind of stand on its own, but like he also thinks like, but usually you help shows by that by having crossovers. Like you help new right. shows you when you have a crossover. Yeah, yeah. like Supergirl, but Supergirl and Flash is definitely. Oh, oh God, that. that was my favorite thing, man. That musical crossover was my favorite uh, thing. <laughs> I'm sure it was Joel's, too. <laughs> it was not mine. It's that episode that caused Joel's to have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I can believe that. She laughed so hard, it just came right out. <laughs> Even though she had the baby a few months before the episode? <laughs> yeah. It was the anticipation. Okay, so yeah, she's pregnant yeah. again? Yeah. <laughs> Before we uh, get too deep into the interview, I wanted to uh, bring up uh, your super geeked up uh, Roll20 Con gaming marathon that's coming up uh, this weekend, June 24th to the 25th. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we're excited about that. Get that up. Yeah, so why don't you tell a little bit what's going on there? Sure. Uh, Roll20 is a, is a really cool site. Uh, we, as you know, Brett, we use it yeah. uh, on a Monday Night Mayhem show. Uh, basically, it's a site anybody can use log into uh, to play all different sorts of role playing games. Like they have really any role playing game you could use the site to, to play, um, like play with you know your friends all, all over the world online. Um, and anyway, each one, once a year they do a Roll Twenty Con, which is this online like gaming marathon weekend where they raise money for a charity called Cyber Smile. It helps victims of cyberbullying. So, uh, so this year we're going to participate. Uh, we decided, hey, why not? Why don't we might as well do like a, a marathon gaming stream this weekend? Help try to raise some money uh, for Cyber Smile. So uh, yeah, uh, on our website superheatup.com, right on the homepage, there's a full schedule up there. Uh, but we're playing three games on Saturday, two on Sunday. Um, so I mean, you're talking about like I don't know, you know, like uh, ten hours of gaming probably <laughs> at least yeah. around the day or so. So <laughs> it's gonna be a lot. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm going to GM a lot of them. Uh, myself, Marks, uh, is going to GM one of them. But we're playing, like, superhero RPGs and steampunk and uh, fantasy stuff. You know, like, all we're doing all different kinds of things. Uh, post-apocalyptic ones. Uh, you can get all the games on their website. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of games, like, the ones I've I actually started GMing, like, a month ago. Um, the ones I like to do are ones where uh, we kind of create the games on the spot, uh, where the players... Uh, and also the viewers, because we have a live chat. The viewers, I'm going to have them help shape like, kind of like what the, the games are going to be like. So, uh, so hopefully people can tune in, participate, and help us, uh, you know, figure out what the games are going to be. 
cool. Nice to see one of the games that you're going to be playing is uh, Fate Core. And yeah. I, um, and I, um, I was actually in on the uh, Kickstarter for that. So I've got the um, I've got the hardcover version and stuff like that. So they've got that on the Roll20 site, too, because I know it uses, like, the Fate dice and stuff like that. Yeah, we actually um, – I did a test of Fate Accelerated a couple weeks ago, and they have that in core. They have the sheets for all those with the Fate dice – uh, right on the site. Uh, Fate's a really cool system. We're doing both those, Fate Core and Fate Accelerated, which is just like a kind of more simplified version of the core system. Mm-hmm. I really like that system because it, it it doesn't put in any setting. It actually says, like, you can create any genre and setting you want under this system. So if it's like Dungeons & Dragons, if it's like Star Wars, sci-fi, uh, you know, really literally any Western, like whatever you could imagine you could do in this Fate setting. Um, with these rules, so it's super flexible and it, it does involve the players a lot uh, in shaping the world and not just a game master. Very cool. The people that do that also did the uh, um, Terry Dresden role playing game as yeah. well. Yeah, like they will right. add our productions. Yeah, they used to write the fate system for Dresden, you're right. Yeah. So that sounds like a lot of fun and a good go for a good cause. So, yeah, tune so in. If anybody can tune in, you know, join us, chat. If, you know, donate a little money, that would be great. Again, everything will be at supergeekedup.com. All the live streams will just be right there on the homepage at the top. Okay. Now, um, going back to Super Geeked Up, what, what do we expect to see in this upcoming season? Uh, a lot of nonsense. Uh, <laughs> that's like what we do every, every show, I feel. Uh, like, it's a lot of geeky shenanigans, you know. We, if, you, if you've ever seen Whose Line Is It Anyway, if you haven't seen our show, it's like a geeky version of that. You know, a lot of ways we do, like, a lot of geeky improv. But we also just, we do fun discussion topics uh, with guests, you know, from the entertainment world. And the show's all about having fun. Uh, I can tell you our debut show on July 26th for the season will be all stunt women. Uh, and actually some stunt women from shows like Flash and Supergirl, uh, from Kill Bill, from like War of the Planet of the Apes. So some like really awesome stunt women are going to be on our show. Nice. So excited about that. That's cool. Awesome. And uh, another show uh, this season will have actually the stars of Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, the actors from that on the show. Oh, wow. Doing cool. the voice actors? Yeah, you have a, probably have like two or three of the voice actors. Nice. Cool. Yeah, Mass Effect is my favorite like video game series, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> still oh. trying to uh, still have a lot of, although I'm still sucked into it, but it's still have a lot of a lot of issues with the Andromeda. I know a lot of people do. I really love the game. But yeah, I do too. I, I understand some of the issues, but I still love it. Yeah, yeah. Overall, like today, for instance, I'm going with a stupid nomad trying to get to an area. I'd have like no, it's like almost impossible to try and get to it without like going like 50 miles out of your way to try and get to it because <laughs> it's got mountains and everything else. I'm sitting there yeah. spending uh, an hour lot, driving around. Driving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of driving. Yeah, which is probably my least favorite part of the, <laughs> the first couple. We yeah, uh, also uh, we're doing uh we're doing Super Geek Dub live again at San Diego Comic Con uh, next month, the second year in a row. And actually, uh, one of the Mass Effect actresses, Katie Townsend, who plays Suvi, uh, okay. she's going to be one of our she's going to be one of our guests at San Diego Comic Con for that show. So that's awesome. Great. She has oh, an cool. awesome voice. I I can't yeah replace what her accent is, but it's definitely. Uh, well, I'll tell her that I tell you that Katie is Scottish. Yeah, I was okay. going to say it sounds Scottish. But I to feel me. it sounds Irish to me, but it's it's obviously one of those. <laughs> Yeah, and PB is probably one of my favorite characters too. 
Oh, cool. I'm actually Carla. hoping to have uh, Christine Lakin, who plays her, because I know her on the show, actually, on our Super Meetup show. Oh, nice. Yeah, she does a, does a great job. Yeah, Phoebe's a lot of Phoebe. Is really, Phoebe says like some of the most hilarious things. Even just when you're driving around and they'll something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, right now I'm driving around with her and uh, Ventra and the Nomad, and they're sitting there, and uh, she sits there and uh, tells her to call her Peanut Butter, <laughs> asking her out why they call her Phoebe. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I've impaired those two. All right, that's I got to do that. Yeah, it's pretty fun, but it, it is. I'm not, I'm not going to talk because I, I love Mass Effect and I've, I've put like several hours of playing Andromeda, so they, they must be doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. I still, I still absolutely love the game. It's like yeah. it's still everything I love. I do too. Mass Effects. Um, yeah. I, love, I really love Ryder, man. Like, I actually love, I'm playing a female Ryder, but I love that character. <laughs> I actually started, a, just started a female Ryder, and I like her a lot more than my male Ryder because I think. I picked the wrong voice for him or something because he's got like this really whiny like <laughs> type voice. So, so it's just like I hear this whole annoying voice through the whole through the whole through the whole game. I'm like, uh Yeah, you definitely picked the wrong voice. Yeah. Sounds like I need to get into this. I just don't have time to play games. You're like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> no, I, yeah, it, I know it'll take over your life if you get into it because I've I've invested tons of hours. Yeah, into me it. too. It's like so much to so much to explore and do, and I'm actually since I restarted playing with my female character, I realized I wasn't doing stuff with my male character, so I hopped out back on him and like uh, went back to uh, the Nexus and did some stuff that I had been missing. So, <laughs> are you doing are you doing things differently between the two characters? Yes, yeah. but I didn't realize that I had to go back to Nexus to like. Um, on thaw people and things like that. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Cryo, cryo yeah. 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 So I'm having to go back and do that. And it's funny because I just watched uh, Passengers last night. Oh, I, 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 I want to see that. Is that any good? Uh, okay, I guess not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's I what I've heard. I guess if you get to watch it for free, it would be good, but I, I had high hopes with uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt, but it was uh, uh-huh. very slow. Oh, okay. It's like yeah. passengers. Which one was that? Yeah, but it is. Uh, they're um, traveling across space. Yeah. they're all all asleep. Yeah, going to this uh, other planet, and uh, Chris Pratt's character ends up getting woken up because of some accident. Hey, and he causes the accident with the other. Dad, I can neither confirm or deny. Yeah, hey, don't tell me. <laughs> Come on, <it's> <laughs> That's the cool thing about Andromeda, though, the game that it's like 600 years, right? I think is what they they yeah, travel yeah. to. Yeah, uh, like that's pretty amazing, actually. Just to think, like, actually, if that like you can actually 600 years and actually the ship still was like it made it. To the... mm-hmm. Yeah, with all the stuff that could go wrong in space and meteorites and everything else. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But not all of them did because you're you spend a lot of the game searching for the other arcs of the right. other. Yeah, yeah, races. Yeah, well, even right. even you don't. You, the, the Earth one doesn't even almost make it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. They're very touch and go. This yeah. is all yeah. the very beginning of the game, folks. If you haven't played, not, we're not really right. This is yeah. like the opening <laughs> of the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, so. it's very fun and aggravating at the same time. 
But anyway, to answer your question, yes. So we got some exciting shows on Super Geek Up coming up. Though. Yes. So it'll, be, cool. it'll be a fun season for sure. Yeah, you definitely uh, have a lot of uh, other web series folks on uh, that you've had on in previous seasons and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. Definitely that, for the web series community. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So you are going to be at uh, San Diego. That should be gr- great. How many years is this now? This will be my fifth straight year. Um, wow. And, uh, yeah, like fourth year doing panels, I think. Um, we're doing, okay. like, this year we're doing Super Geeked Up again. We're doing, uh, last year, I, for the first time, I did a Dungeons & Dragons panel. And so we're doing a D&D slash tabletop RPG panel again this year. And, uh, and actually, this year for the first time, uh, we're actually, uh, Marks and I are going to actually run some actual gaming sessions in their gaming area, Comic-Con. So, uh, so hopefully as yeah, some people come out, we're actually going to do one right after our panel. And uh, so hopefully some people come out. And we're actually, we're doing Fate is what we're doing, Fate Accelerating Core. So, uh, Very cool. so hopefully some people come out and play, and play some Fate with us, have some fun. Are uh, Somnus and Nick going to be there? Are there D&Ds they, for the D&Ds? No, I'm, they can't make it, unfortunately. Uh, okay. Yeah. I know they came, was it last year? Uh, Nick's did. She was on the panel. Actually. Okay, yeah. That was the, he's talking about our original Dungeon Master on our uh, Monday night game stream, so he's referring to. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So is, uh, are you going to be starting up the money to the D&D stuff, or are you going to have the, uh, taking mostly the, uh, steampunk and fate and things like that on the Monday Night Mayhem now? Uh, actually, right now what we do is we still do Dungeons & Dragons every other week. Um, I do? Oh, okay. Yeah, we just started alternating. So, um, well, our DM is actually on vacation for a couple weeks, so we're not doing D&D in the next couple weeks, but normally we will every other week. Uh, but we've been alternating different games in the in the other weeks, so we did a thing called The Strange for a while, which uh, uses a thing called The Cypher System. And, uh, and I've been actually... Uh, doing a game called Lady Blackbird. I've been game mastering that, uh, which is a steampunk flavored RPG, which is a lot of fun and, and probably the simplest rule system you'll ever see, which is what I like a lot about it. Oh, yeah. That's what I like yeah, we, about might try, that. we might try some other stuff out too. Okay. And, th- and this weekend, obviously, we're going to try a whole lot of stuff out. So a lot of this stuff is the first time we're doing it. So, so do you have people, the set people that usually play on the Monday Night Mayhem doing it? Or are you going to have other folks join in as well in the uh, games? Or this weekend, you mean? Or yeah. The, yeah, we uh, actually, we have some other people. Some of the, A couple of the people from the Monday show are there. But then we have some other people coming in, too, uh, as well, actually, to play with us. So it should be good to have some guests there. And you guys What's your brought- favorite RPG, do you think, so far, that you played? So my favorite, like, tabletop RPG? Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna well definitely uh, one of my favorites is definitely Edge of the Empire, which is a Star Wars RPG. Um, that's just a re- that's a really cool role playing game. Uh, it's very cinematic and feel, and Star Wars is like my favorite thing. So so like it's pretty cool to be able to play in the Star Wars universe, you know? Right. Now, speaking of Star Wars, did you get down uh, to Orlando for celebration? I did not. Uh, yeah, that was, what was that, about a month, a month ago? A little less? Uh, Easter weekend. Okay, yeah, yeah. A friend of mine did, though. He had an awesome time. He said it was great. Were you, uh, did you go? Well, you were in that area, I know. I, I was there, actually. Um, How was it? It was good. 
line, there were some line issues uh, getting in first day and the the shop itself. Uh, it's the first time I never made it to the celebration store, uh, which kind of upset me. But um, but Mighty Marvel Geeks was one of twenty four podcasts selected to appear on the podcast stage. So excited about that! Oh, sweet! That's awesome. So. That, that was cool. Um, Very cool. For for the most part, it was a good show. Uh, I, I won't rank it as the best that I've been to the the three that I, I've gone to. Um, but right now, I could safely say it's top three. <laughs> okay, three nice. out of three. Um, but it, it's it, it was different, a little different vibe. Um, disco round. Um, it just, I, I don't know. It just didn't have this, the same feel as the last two that I went to that were both here in Orlando. A lot of tragedy surrounding it. Was that? Well, yeah. A lot of tragedy surrounding it with Carrie Fisher and some other uh, deaths in the Star Wars family. Mm. Yeah, but it, it, it wasn't that, that that made the vibe different. It was more just the way it was it was perceived that it was being put on hmm. well so, it was still fun yeah. yeah I got quite a bit of good stuff out of it so awesome that's the important so, thing what, what panels are you looking forward to for San Diego Jeff have you heard any, anything that's going to be cool so, coming up yeah so well so San Diego they don't and that, they don't actually officially release their schedule until two weeks before the convention. Oh, um, yeah, and that, and that's why I, can't, I actually can't tell people the actual time and what room we're in yet. Uh, mm-hmm. I will as soon as it comes out, uh, as soon as they release it. But, um, I mean, I know some of the stuff that's always there every year because I've been there five years in a row, and, and I actually <laughs> I shoot, I shoot video in Hall H for a company for a part of it. So, uh, so you know, one thing I always... Uh, the Warner Brothers always does their panel usually Saturday morning. It's usually they do a two hour panel the first thing Saturday morning. So I would guess that's going to happen again. I always look forward to that, you know, cause you get to see, uh, all the, like, you know, so any of the big Warner brother movie stuff, you're going to get to see this first footage of and sneak peek and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, so obviously the past few years has been wonder woman and Batman v Superman and all that stuff. Um, and, uh, so, uh, I mean, you Marvel usually does something, uh, Last year they did. Two years ago they actually skipped it. That was very odd. Uh, I don't see them being there this year either. You, know, you don't think they have enough stuff coming out? Um, no, I think they do, but I think they're saving it all for D23, which is uh, this oh, weekend or next that's weekend. The week before That's the weekend before Comic-Con, actually. Just is it? Me. Yeah. That was before that. Oh, do so you think they're going to make that their big? Uh, that could be yeah, big. yeah. All, all the all the Marvel, all the Marvel, Disney, and and Lucasfilm stuffs going to be debuted there, not at Comic Con. From what I've heard, it seems like people are like Marvel and that aren't thinking that they get the bang for their buck that they have before going to San Diego anymore. I'm not sure if that's the the case or what. Yeah, I think some of the companies you're right are thinking that. Like, because I don't Fox used to always do a big thing. I don't know if they did anything last year. Um, so uh, I don't know. I mean, 
for you know for me it's doing you know doing getting you to super geeked up and the other panels like for me that's the mo- the most fun and really exciting and and just see like seeing all the amazing cosplay like that's always really awesome to see as well you know just just being obviously you know around you know one hundred and what twenty thirty thousand fellow geeks right and everybody who loves the same stuff that you do you know it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to go but never been able to. <laughs> It's very and, difficult. Uh, yeah. To get to. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's something you have to plan for. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It's amazing, though. Like it's, it lives up to the hype for sure. As long as you don't have a problem with crowds. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a bucket list thing for me as well, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. Especially mm. around Hall H. Oh. Yeah, uh, there's a. I've been fortunate, like I said, because I, I, there's this company out of Germany I shoot video for there. So I just go in the press entrance for Hall H to, and set up the camera. But, uh, but yeah, for some of those panels, man, people literally do, they'll get the night before, like, you know, or even the afternoon before, and they just sleep outside for Hall H. Um, they actually have this, they actually set up tents, like, the whole line, there's like tents over the whole line, so you basically people can sleep on the grass and not get rained on and stuff. Wow, it's <laughs> crazy. Wow. And that's basically their San Diego kind of Comic Con is just going to hold the Hall H, and you're in trouble because once you're in there, you're not getting out, right? Well, that's the thing. Pretty so much like, the whole day. <laughs> so like, yeah, like on Saturdays, you, I actually usually do have to, do spend the whole day in there because I'm still the big panel, so it is kind of like. After you spend like 14 hours in Hall H, and you're like, oh my god, what does the outside look like? Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a lot. Um, but you're right, the problem is, if you leave, you may not get back in. <laughs> so, once you're in, you gotta, if you want to see anything later that day, you gotta kind of stay in there. Um, so it depends. It depends on how badly you want to see it, right? Um, I mean, I was fortunate enough two years ago to, since we were shooting in there, to get to see the uh, Force Awakens panel. Um, which is the only one I actually yeah. would have considered waiting for. Otherwise, like personally, I I just wouldn't wait. I'd rather go see a bunch of other like smaller panels, you know, and do other stuff than, than yeah. sit, like, wait like ten hours or what more for you know getting up someplace. But it's it's all, like it all it all depends on how much you love it, you know. I guess. Yeah. That should be good. But yeah, it's, it's always a blast. Man. There's always yeah. there's so much stuff going on, and even outside the convention center, the whole area really, the downtown, like turns into you know this huge event. A lot of stuff is free too. Actually, you don't even have to have a badge; you can go and have a ton of fun. Yeah, I know a lot of uh, places set up uh, things to do outside. Yeah, well, actually, the coolest things I've ever done—they didn't do it last year, but the previous two years, uh, Assassin's Creed, the video game—they set up a, a parkour obstacle course, yeah. and, uh, and and the uh, leap of faith. Where you like jump off this, I don't know, whatever twenty foot or whatever how high it was thing, like like the game. So that was pretty cool. I get to run that course and get to jump, <laughs> conquer my fear of heights and jump off that thing. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> I'd be like, no way. What did you land in? Or this land is on? huge, huge like crash pad type, you know? Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, it is. It's what do you what do you get out there like? Uh, you just gotta do it though. Like I learned, like you can't think about it. You just gotta jump. <clears throat> Did they uh, play the uh, that eagle sound as he jumped? <laughs> no, <laughs> the, the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. I think yeah, they actually uh, do put like bales of hay around or something to make it look kind of like a hail or something. 
Yeah, it's still pretty amazing that you can jump that far and you feel away and, and be all right. But. Well, yeah, in the game you can. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? I didn't. Did any of you guys see the movie, Assassin's Creed movie? I no. heard it was bad. So no. I yeah. I still kind of want to see it. Yeah. Fastbender, you know. I don't yeah. want to I'll, I'll see it uh, at some games. point, but I've played all the games too, so. Yeah, it's like the, yeah. uh, the movie, the video game curse and movie still continues, I guess, huh? Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't seen yeah. one. Oh, did you see the the footage of the or um, Assassin's Creed Origins? Yes. Is that the new game? Yep. Yeah. Coming out th- later this fall. What is what is is that going to be like before all the other games? Yeah, it's yeah, going to take it's, place in uh, ancient Egypt, I think. Yeah. The pyramids. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. awesome. And it looks like it's going to be good. And the Egyptian and, and the assassin still has the the Assassin's Creed hood. Yeah, in ancient nice. Egypt. Well, you know, it's like their signature. Right? Did they debut that at E3? Is that when they debuted that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One well, of the few decent things that came out of uh, E3. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't pay attention. I don't know what came out of there. Well, I know X, Xbox quite, Xbox One X. I guess came out. Of that. I never heard that, but yeah. Uh, of course, Battlefront Two came out of that too, and that definitely yeah. great. Yeah, that's yeah. A great, Im- great improvement on the first one. That's good. All I do is just die in that game. So, I- yeah, the first one. Looks People are so good. I just like get my ass blown apart every like two seconds. <laughs> I I struggle with the the when you're playing a character. I have no problems with the ship. I'm like, I can't do this. Oh, the, I'm the opposite. I was terrible as a character, and I was actually okay at the ship. I love the X-Plane as an X-Wing. <laughs> yeah, this one's supposed to have a really good um, single-player campaign, though. Yeah. Oh, good. Supposedly, they fixed the flight mechanics as well. Mm. Yeah, that, that was... Would be more ships you can pilot this time? I think so. Uh, supposedly, it's supposed to be a little more... A little easier to to fly as well. Okay, cool. I, I just wish for the PC they would get rid of the whole you you have to have a game box controller to use. Because for me it was like okay, trying to play off the keyboard was impo- was near impossible, and then go back and find a, a Game Boy emulator for my Logitech. Controller was, you know, a pain in the butt. It's like okay, so I got to have this in order for my controller to work. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> I'm horrible at first-person shooters, anyway. So <laughs> yeah, I don't play. I really try and avoid them. Yeah, I'm more uh, RPG uh, player. I'm with yeah, you. me too. <laughs> like I said, I didn't mind the playing. The like capture the flag or, or rank up the points. Uh, I wish it was a little bit more balanced with that. You know, even when you're playing just a computer, but um, it's, it's the flying, like doing the X wings through Beggars Canyon was was a pain in the butt. So that didn't bother me. I like see I, I, the flying was okay for me, but. Have you guys played Star Trek Online at all? No. Talk about tough flying. <laughs> it's like really? really tough. 
yeah, trying to get around anywhere, and, and you have to fly everywhere, so it's like really difficult. Really, but yeah. Star Trek ships aren't really like they're not dogfighting ships. They're like they just move right. pretty slowly. Like if it made it difficult to do that. Yeah, well, well, you do you do a lot of fighting with the Enterprise and what the ship that you're on. You do a lot of uh, space battles and things like that. Yeah, and it's really hard to like lose, you like really lose your perspective. So you're <laughs> trying to find where the ship is and it's like above you or below you or whatever. Oh yeah. So was that a Line? Was that an MMO? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. If you got a, I know it's free on the PS4. I'm not sure about the Xbox. I'm not sure. We're not sure about PC either. I've never played it. Do you get you go on like away missions doing stuff? Yeah. Is that any good? It's outside, it's, outside it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, I like the characters and things like that. Yeah. Do you make your game. own character? Yeah. So after having a quick glitch, we are back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that Trexels. Good stuff. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's uh, going for the big games nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, a bit, a bit of nostalgia. And- mm-hmm. Well, we, when you have... Um- what was it? Tiny Death Star, Tiny Apartments. So, I, those are fun games. Oh, yeah. 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 Man, that's why I got uh, destroyed so easily. It was tiny. Hey, Jeff, have you read any of the Star Wars books? <laughs> well, so I read um, the very, uh, like, so the first ones that came out uh, in the 90s by Timothy Zahn, The Heir of the Empire. Okay. Um, right. Series, so like that, you know, where he, they uh, took place about five years after Return of the Jedi. Uh, those are some of my favorite books of all time. I actually reread them a couple of years ago. Um, and and so, by the way, if folks know who Grand Animal Thrawn is. Timothy Zahn is the one who actually created Thrawn in those books, um, and probably the greatest villain after Vader, as far as I'm concerned, uh, in mm-hmm. Star Wars. And um, but also, he, so many other awesome characters like Mara Jade, who is one of my favorites. Right, yeah. Like that. I mm-hmm. love her so much. Yeah. But he also, like, you know what? I think he just nailed all the characters like Luke, Han, Leia. Like, he nailed, like, the way they were in the movies. And that's why I mm-hmm. love those books. And I really wish they just did that as the right. other movies. <laughs> we should just tell that story. So, <laughs> I'm so, that's what I'm so bummed about because I'm still keeping up with the books. And I'm just so. Yeah so bummed that you like invested all this time and then you find out that none of it's canon so it's like yeah well see that's that's why I hate that that they say that that's a little legendary legend series now whatever they're calling it and that's not canon and I like I don't like uh, F that I don't know if I can swear or not so I'll just that it never actually was so according to George Lucas so that's the way I always looked at it oh see I always thought Lucas he had to put his approval on all those books so they were canon you know that's how I he approved them, but he said they're not canon. Oh, right. the only one that is is Shadows of the Empire. Well, the, well the, the expanded universe. I mean, it, there was no consistency <laughs> within its own ranks. That that was part of the reason why, you know, Lucas and and the folks at Lucasfilm, yeah, e- even 
in the 90s said that, no, it's not canon because, the, it, I mean, you, you do a book where Chewbacca gets killed. Spoilers, if you haven't heard. And, and then you have then you have a book that comes out two three years later that's supposed to take place ten years after Chewbacca's killed and oh my lord Chewbacca's alive and in the book I I don't remember which one it was what book is that I'm not, it's no not it wasn't one I wrote one that had people I heard a lot of people complain about it was like is they killed Chewbacca wrote? they brought him back. <laughs> What was going on? <laughs> Some fan fiction. You're like, you're like, screw that. I don't. Oh, the moon's not gonna stop Chewbacca. Yeah. Isn't that what happens? The moon right. falls yeah. on top or something. It's so ridiculous sounding. Like I haven't read it, but just when yeah. you say it like that, it's so ridiculous. It is, yeah. They had uh, these gravity wells that they set up on the planet. It actually pulled the moon into the planet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I. I didn't read a lot of the books. I actually don't feel like a lot of them capture the characters right. But, yeah. but like those first ones yeah. that Zahn did, like any, actually anything Zahn writes, I'll read. Like he actually just did, I don't know if you guys read it, a recent Thrawn book that is canon in the okay. new stuff. And it, and it takes place before all the other stuff he wrote. So it's like a younger Thrawn. And it's really, it's awesome. It's really good. Um, Does it have any of the other characters in it or just him? So it's him. And I, I want to say maybe, I think, yeah, what, like a younger version of one of the other characters that is on his ship, like his assistant yep. or something. Okay. Um, but mainly it's I think new it characters. Oh, Tarkin makes an appearance in it, actually. Okay. Because, again, this is like earlier, you know, before all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. His, assassin, it's basically, his assassin's it's how with Thrawn him, too, I believe. And introduced these this book. And how he became part of them. That's what the story tells. Okay. Now, not in this new book. The Nogri, no, the Nogri aren't in this new book, actually. Oh. So we don't, like we, don't know, we don't know how they actually like got involved. I'm glad that they uh, brought yes. them into uh, Rebels at least, which I guess they're yeah. saying that Rebels. Well, the Thrawn book took. Yeah, and I guess the, the Thrawn uh, book takes place uh, a few years before Clone Wars first season of Rebels. And and yes, Clone Wars is canon because the last. Okay. Because the only Dark Horse uh, comics that are considered canon are the one are, is the last Darth Maul four parter that was released right before um, Dark Horse turned over the reins back to Marvel. Yeah, well, by turning like you, I'm more like forced to. It's not like, well, <laughs> yeah. it's all internal. I mean, Marvel has it's, cash. I, uh, I'm sure they would, but you. But I mean, as, I as soon as Disney like purchased Lucasfilm, you, you, you knew the writing was oh, on the sure, wall. They got you know the Walt Disney Company has their own yeah. comic comic book franchise. You know, comic book company, publishing company, do stuff. They've had Star Wars before. Here's a chance to give it back. Even even though IDW will be doing a, f- a couple f- few things in conjunction with Disney and, and yeah. Marvel for some Star Wars stuff. Um, yeah, IDW will be doing the all-ages Star Wars title that comes okay. out in September. And, of course, 
they're also helping put together the uh, the three volumes of the Star Wars newspaper comic strips. Which volume 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 one's out now? And oh, is it a great book? <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Yep. What is it? You mean like the original? Uh, seventy. Seventy nine through eighty four, eighty five. Originals were coming. The trilogy was out, and, and they're going to put them. They're they're going to release them all across uh, three volumes. Oh, cool! Wow. Like I said, volume one's out now, and it's got over six hundred strips in it. It's a great book. I do have a copy of it. Oh, I got to look that up. It, it's awesome. It really is. Uh, the next one comes out uh, nice. beginning of next year. At some point. Yeah. I want to see Dr. Afra from the uh, comics, the new comics. Well, we, we talked about it. Uh, Eric and I She's from Mighty yeah, Marvel cool. Picks, we talked about yeah. um, from the new comics that have been out. Afra making an appearance in like The Last Jedi and having her played by Betty White. And everyone's like, that'd be great. And then, and then um, mm-hmm. the editor, Jordan White, goes, uh, that would be awesome, but there's one problem. <laughs> uh, if you look closely, she's kind of drawn more Asian influence. It's like, well, Betty White's not the right choice thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So let's yeah. go with Lucy Liu or Ming-Na Wen. <laughs> no. But, Ming-Na Wen would be great for that. Yeah. Oh, Ming-Na Wen, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I would love to see the, oh, the characters from, uh, from Afro, whether it's... Yep. Afro herself or BT or Trips make an appearance somewhere in the background to start. But I, I wouldn't mind seeing Dr. Afro in the in one of the standalones too. Yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of stuff. That's what I love about the Star Wars universe. There's so much yeah. stuff that they can that they could do and now, have it speaking of Star Wars. Out. How about yeah. uh, stories and things like that? Han Solo losing mm-hmm. its directors. And claiming its creative differences. Yeah, that was interesting. Well, so then, was creative just <laughs> Well, special then, uh, announcement. I'm actually the new director. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, the latest news is they actually got fired. You heard, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Jeff Burns. I know someone who wants to do it and is willing to do it for free. Yeah, I wish. That's right. Kyle Newman. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a lot of us would do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what I what I read he's an actual is, director. <laughs> so am I. Actually, so no. I mean, I mean, like, like big stuff. Yeah. All right. He's got me beat then. Let <laughs> me get a couple movies under your belt. And it's got a but three, two or three seasons of Super Knocked Up. 
Two seasons super knocked up. Uh, yeah. Real quick, actually, before we talk about Star Wars, just since you mentioned that, awesome. super knocked up actually is on Amazon now, just, uh, Amazon Prime. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, oh, that's can, cool. Yeah, actually, people can watch it for free on there. Um, you don't even have to be Amazon Prime subscriber; anybody can watch it for free. Um, and if you go to our website, supergeekedup.com, uh, there's a link right on the homepage, the direct link on Amazon. Um, so give it a watch if you can, please. If, if you haven't seen it, it's about a um, super villain who gets pregnant by her superhero nemesis. So it's a comedy action about these two, you know, enemies who have to raise a baby together. We had a lot of fun uh, making it. Brad has written some very, uh, very, very kind reviews about it. Um, and uh, yeah, so check it on Amazon if you can. If you live in a foreign country, you may not be able awesome. to see it on Amazon. I know there's some things there, but uh, you can watch it on our YouTube still if you can't check it out there. So if you get enough people watching on there, any uh, thoughts of uh, another season? Yeah, actually, and that, that does help us out, folks, if you keep watching it there. And, and the distributor says it's actually doing really well on Amazon. And if you leave a nice rating and review for us, that helps us. I'm actually, uh, the distributor wants to actually talk to me fairly soon about possible <laughs> season three. So I'm not, I don't want to say, because a lot of people ask me about when season three. <laughs> I don't want to say we're doing it. I think it's a long shot, but I can say at least we're, I'm going to talk about it with, with the distributor um, okay. to see. Um, so there you go. So it's not entirely out of the question. No, it is not. I well, thought it probably to, was, uh, but it's, so it's not entirely out of the question. Have they talked to Pazula and uh, Jordan Gibson about it? <laughs> uh, those are the two stars. The yeah, actors, yes. Uh, the, the hero and the villain in it. Uh, yeah, I've talked to uh, I talked Mark, actually. you know, He's a good friend of mine. He lives near me. I've talked to him about it. He seems down. Um, Jordan, I, I actually, I still keep in touch with Jordan every month or two. Um, she actually was the one. She was one out of all of us probably who really did want to continue it. Um, she was probably the most bummed that we ended actually. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> as long as she, she's actually uh, she's actually gotten knocked up herself a couple of times since then. I think she's knocked up right now. <laughs> oh really? I know she was at one. Yeah. That was save our yeah. prosthetics. She really took the role of the heart. Uh, yes. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not by her arch nemesis. <laughs> no, it's not by it is not by those start some rumors here, Brad, because they they're happily right. married to different people. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think she's well, if you, pregnant if, with her second. If you film now, that seems on prosthetics. Who's a couple years old now? I think. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we had any of the, I guess, flashback scenes, yes, because we did actually move past the part where she had the baby in the show. Right. <laughs> but you're right. That would be awesome because we had the fake make her look pregnant in the actual show. Mm-hmm. That'd be great because you, uh, for those that have seen her, uh, it, it definitely ends with the, the cliffhanger, cliffhanger. So we were definitely expecting another season. I know that's the problem. It's such a cliffhanger, <laughs> and not having more. I know it's like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, I'll yeah, I'll definitely let everybody know if we, we do more. That'd be great. But still, go watch it, folks. Even though it's a good yes. thing, you should still go watch it, because that'll help us possibly do more. Yes, glad to see more of it. Uh, write a review. Thank you. But anyway, sorry about Star Wars. Uh, so what, what I read is uh, that supposedly the... Who are the... Phil Phil Lord? Is that the guy? Who's the Phil Lord one? and Christopher Miller. Yeah. That they supposedly... that, And this is all like, right? Supposed sources. Who knows what exactly yeah. is true? That they want, you know, they're kind of no more for a comedic type thing. And Kaz, Lawrence Kasdan, who was writing it with his son, right? I guess they were saying that wasn't the right vibe or something. 
for this mm-hmm. movie. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we're talking Han Solo I'll be honest here. with you, I actually wouldn't necessarily mind having more of a comedic thing to it. Um, yeah, I could see that. Like, not not like total comedy, but like some really good comedy elements. Well, I had some great one-liners in the, the original yeah. The movies. Yeah, I guess they were saying like, you know, yeah, he's more like sarcastic than he's not obviously really yeah. like comic, obviously. But. No. Yeah, but there's a rumor going around now that they want to get uh, Ron Howard to do it. Yeah, that was one. Ron Howard and somebody else. I forgot the other uh, John Favreau. One of the, I think one of the guys who did most of the Marvel movies. I forget. I know Favreau I was a great director as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. Love all that stuff. Yeah. Favreau's a really good director, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if how realistic those would those choices would be, but... Well, I guess if you're Star Wars, you can kind of uh, put your... <laughs> and attract a different uh, breed of uh, director <laughs> than most yeah. other franchises will be able to, I think. True, <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that Lucas is involved anymore, but Howard obviously worked with Lucas on Willow, which is actually one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. Mike's dog likes it, too. Yes. Good, good taste. So for this season of uh, Super Geeked Up, is it just going to be you or are you going to have a co-host or... So when we started this, uh, the last season we did uh, earlier this year, uh, I switched actually just, I'm, I bring in like rotating guest co-hosts now. Okay. And so uh, we, what we did this past season is we had like, I had a guest co-host like for two shows, then we did a different guest host and we kind of just rotated around like that. Uh, so I'll do that again this season. That that actually worked quite well. Uh, okay. To bring in other people in and, and have fun with them. Very cool. And how many episodes do you, you want to do like for a season? Uh, probably like uh, probably going to be around ten. Like it's definitely probably going to be a ten to twelve, something like that. Um, that seems like a good number. Like a lot of the obviously, like you know, a lot of the the cable shows do that nowadays too. Mm-hmm. At least you don't have to uh, be like on Netflix and release them all at once. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure, that is really nice though. I do like that on Netflix. That I can watch. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Like I'm actually yes. excited. This I know this is not really a geek thing, but this Friday, uh, Netflix is releasing Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Have, have you watched the documentary? Yeah, I watched that hilarious. as a kid. Yes. So I'm I know, really I excited. To there is a document. I know. Me too. <laughs> yeah. No. The the Hound Pup. There, there's a documentary where they go back and talk about how some of the girl or some of the ladies were were wrestlers. Some were models slash actresses that were brought in um, and then they were trained how to how to wrestle um, and, the, and just the whole thing of one of the owners was Pia Zadora's husband at the time and they went out they did 500 episodes and went out and then the show just folded while they were on top of all the ratings had, had great ratings, everything else for the time slots they were in, and the show just ended. And they they think a lot of it's because of Pia Zadora. Huh? I... Oh, jeez! Really? <laughs> I just remembered it was on late at night, and it was kind of my uh, 
first foray well, with the, the uh, female. The fine thing is, Glow <laughs> was actually at late at night. a. It was meant to be a kids show. From what from what they were talking, it, it was it was meant to be like a kids. Oh jeez! I mean, it, it wasn't. It, well, it I was a clean like show. A kid, I'll tell you that much. for the yeah. most part. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't the raunchy like you you saw on some of the other shows that followed afterwards. But the uh, the documentary is interesting. It, it really is. Sure. And they end with a reunion near the end, uh, bringing everyone back. And uh, only one of the ladies went, actually went on. Um, over to the WWE and became a, a superstar over there. Uh, I uh, was Ivory. You know what her name was over there? Her wrestling name. So. Okay. But yeah, I I, I'm looking. Movie. I'm looking forward to the show myself. Uh, cool. Can't wait. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah, it looks uh, pretty funny. Yeah, from uh, the trailers that I've seen, looks like they're definitely uh, taking well, a comedic look uh, at the original. Sure. The original was yeah. very comedic yeah. as like. well. I think that's the way yeah. you do it with that. Yeah, yeah with, with the whole um, Big Mama and just mm-hmm. all the all the sketches in between. It, it, it was very definitely very. They did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did they yeah. do sketches the, it was, in between the wrestling? Yeah, I yeah. remember that, yeah. yeah. It, it, was, it was like, it was like pro wrestling Matt, uh, Matt TV or, or Saturday Night Live, yeah. So it, 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 it got to be real stupid. But again, it, it drew the crowds. It, it had great crowds, and a lot of people were were all over it. And and then they just ended. And, and a lot of it, um, a lot of suspicion was because um, Pia Sedora's husband supposedly huh. was having a fling with one of the wrestlers, or was alluded to to have a, a fling with a couple of the wrestlers, and she got upset and said. It's either them or me. So, uh, of glow. Of course. Yeah. She was like the Yoko Ono of uh, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's what happened there. I, I, like I said, I, I highly recommend the, the, um, the documentary, but uh, of course it's on it's on Netflix right now as well. Oh, cool! Have to check it out. That's where you got to get the shows on, Jeff. I know we're Netflix. working on it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super. It is very difficult to get it on there, but that, that oh, that's yeah. my dream actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get on there. I see. I've, I think I thought I heard of a couple other um, web series going on in Netflix as well. I think I've on uh, my Twitter newsfeed. I've, I've heard some people that have 
move over to Amazon Prime as well. I'll have to look and see who who they were. Okay, but it yeah. seems like that's I think it seems like that's good exposure for for your show. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. No, it's been great that it's been on Amazon and uh, definitely uh, definitely make more money than YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seems like uh, YouTube definitely uh, gives you pennies for what the views. Yep, it's gotten even worse lately too. Okay, really, really, yeah. Like we and were actually for a few for several months we were actually were doing really well, and then I don't know, like I don't know. It almost seems like they constantly want to trying to change yeah. their stuff so indie people can't make any money whatsoever. Jeez, not that we're barely making anything out of this is from them, but mm. did uh. You have any issues? Because I know they really cracked down on like um, the copyrighted stuff and, and things like that. Uh, uh, yeah, well, one, I've had uh, over the years a couple of things. I mean, actually, I just recently I didn't even know because it's it's been out for so while. I was going through my videos and I saw the first episode of Super Knocked Up, which has like over 1.5 million views on YouTube. Uh, they turned off monetization on it. I was like, what? Uh, no. So anyway, whatever. I sent that in and they fixed it, uh, which is fine. I, I don't know how, how long they turned that off for some uh, ridiculous reason. Um, the uh, Last year was real fun. Uh, they took our whole channel down because they said we... they, And actually, if you went to the channel, it didn't just say it was not found. It actually said this channel has violated the rules of our use and has been taken down. So it basically made it look like we had like done something sketchy. Uh, so fortunately we're actually part of a uh, multi-channel network so whenever this happens I can go to them and they can usually quite quickly contact YouTube and take care of that stuff which they did um, well, that's good because if it was on my own it's much harder to actually get YouTube to do anything mm. but yeah, yeah I mean and that's, that's not just me you know there's t- all the time people have like stuff like that I to, to them, which is really annoying yeah really Yeah, it just seemed like uh, recently, I guess, they've really cracked down on on that, which it seems like everybody, I don't know how people do the monetization when they put up somebody else's video, <laughs> and, and, and you see an ad before it, it's like, that, that's not right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, there are lots of people, obviously, who are putting up stuff that they shouldn't be getting money on. Yeah. But the problem is, like, they're also, they do it to all indie creators like me, who have all the rights, we're doing original stuff, right. that is our stuff, yeah. we should be making money. So stop going after us and go after the people yeah. who are uploading freaking Star Wars episodes, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> Transformers and stuff like that. Yeah, it's made right. me go back and look at the videos we put up, and nothing has been claimed for copyright now. I had I had some stuff because I had music playing as a as a music bed, and oh, it's been tabbed for copyright infringement. Oh, yeah, the music, they always get people for the music. Mm. That's why we don't play any music. It's super geeked up, because I'm sorry. They're going to... Let's start playing on a kazoo or something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> they probably, they, if, it was the, if it was a known song, they probably nailed that, too, actually. Yeah. Right. The, yeah, that's probably. why all our intros... Like you play the Star Trek opening theme on your kazoo. How dare you? Royalty-free yeah. or original to us. So... So we we own it. Yep. 
so they can't say anything That's to us. That's smart. Well, they can, but it's like, uh, no. It's been paid for. So, um, I'm only going to bring this one up because it's, it's such a awkward topic to bring up anyway. Fan- Fantastic Four. Sony or Fox looks like they're going to try and bring it back Great. to the big screen as an animated mm. feature. <sighs> I think it broke. It broke like either so yesterday or today. This is the first I'm hearing of this, by the way. Uh, yeah, it just just came out. Yeah, that's an unusual well, choice. Well, they haven't yeah. had much luck otherwise. Well, the thing so. is, it's, that's it's true. not going to You'd think they would do that as a TV series, though, if they the wanted to do it themselves. Right? Yeah. It's the kids. Yeah. Uh, oh, Franklin? Franklin and Valerita, yeah. Ooh, wait, oh, did they have a second kid? Yeah, they have a daughter. Yeah. Valerita? Valeria. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. Does she have powers too? Uh, I don't think so. I think she's, she's like really she's super smart. Yeah. Because Franklin, what he was like, what, really powerful or something with his mind? Is that what he? What, what could he do? I don't remember really. He, can, he could like alter reality. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't he responsible for uh, the the whole, one of the reboots that they did? Yeah, back when they had. Um, Onslaught. Yeah. Yeah. Or the the hero return. Heroes reborn. Yeah. Yeah, reborn. Yeah. Mm, when yeah, when Liefeld touched him. Yeah. <laughs> so an animated movie about the kids. Mm. Yep. That sounds fun. I'm not. I don't. I'm not sure really what how they think that uh, people are going to really go see it. A lot of people are going to go see that. But. I know. Yeah. I don't know. They're just trying to jump in on the kids' movie bandwagon or or what? Because it seems like you can throw anything out as a kids' movie and it makes like a ton of money. But I don't even think that could even do it. Well, here's how here's how it probably went down. Our uh, our Fantastic Four movies are not doing good at all. Well, let's switch it and do it for kids. Kids like stuff like that, right? We'll do it for the kids. Kids like crap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kids got bad taste. They don't care. They'll watch anything. You would think they'll kind of just give up on that franchise, but the thing is, I guess, right, with a lot of these studios, if they don't make something in a certain number of time frame, it yeah, reverts, they, they lose the rights. So yeah, maybe that's uh, it. They don't want to lose it back to Marvel. Out, what, I think that's what it is. Probably is. I think they said... Was it... Yeah. Was it, was it 15? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't last year, was it? It wasn't last year, right? So it must have been no. 2015. Yeah, it was 15. It's horrible. I still haven't seen that one. Don't... We're like, Derek, horrible. Derek took the, sh- the hit for the show and went and saw it, <laughs> so we didn't have to. It was horrible. See, I actually, I know people criticized the first two. I actually enjoyed the first two Fantastic Four movies. Like, I, I liked them. 
Yeah, they weren't bad. I just think what they did with Galactus being the disembodied cloud, like they did for Parallax and Green Lantern. (laughs) I thought for the four of them, I thought the casting was really well done, actually, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like Michael Chiklis' Ben Grimm. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. And what's, I'm forgetting his name. I don't know how to say, Eoin Griffith or whatever, who was Reed Richards. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He's really good, man. Like, he was in a show, of course, only last a season, with Call Forever. He was great in that. Oh, yeah. And of course, yeah, one, one of my favorite and, Captain America and some guy named Chris Evans. Videos. Never really yeah. think after that. <laughs> um, Scarlett Johansson, Chris Evans uh, as Widow and and Cap staring at a TV watching the Fantastic Four, and he's got that perplexed look of he looks familiar, and you know the Fantastic Four has been dropped into the TV screen in in a <laughs> aftermarket setting. <laughs> But it's still fun to... It's entertaining to see. Right. And it's, it's, just, it's one of those memes that just does not get old. It's so weird to have two and... A person play two different characters in the same... Yeah. Yeah. I guess it works only because they totally dropped that but, in- you know, went a different way with yeah. Fantastic Four, so... Yeah. Otherwise, it would make no sense. Right. Well, also, they're not yeah. they're not even in the same universe, plus, technically, because that franchise Fox is, is separate from the MCU yeah. and all that. Um, I mean, it's, it's no different than For now, like, anyway. Catwoman and, and Storm with Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that's right. Oh, man. Well, well, that, that's okay. There, I, yeah. I'm okay if one's DC and one's Marvel because like yeah. they're, they they are completely separate. And I also like to pretend that movie doesn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> I think most people do. Sure, it's called no. Catwoman, but it's not. It's not Catwoman. It wasn't. I think it, it, I think it, it took wasn't right. It wasn't Selena Kyle, Troy right? It was great. All those events. I don't get it. No. It didn't even take place in Gotham. Did it take place in Gotham? That's okay. No one else did too either, so that's why it got I don't understand that movie at all. Paying the way it did. <laughs> did she including the people involved in it? Yeah. I'm just bummed with the whole Fantastic Four thing that it killed that it made him kill the comics out of spite to hurt Sony. Because yeah. they didn't want to do any promotion for uh, those movies, so they ended the Fantastic Four Pretty comics, much. which I which I miss. Oh wait, are you? That's why they ended them. Yeah, because they didn't. Yeah, because they didn't want to give uh, any more promotion to, to Sony. Well, that's not the movie. that's not the official word, but right. It was kind of strange timing. <laughs> well, what? See, that's so okay. I think I read that too. That see, that really pisses me off if that's the case. Mm. Like, why would you if you're if the comic is successful? Then who cares? Marvel's also making money off of it. And also, if you're if you're also saying we're only going to do things that are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, well, screw you, Marvel. Like that's BS. Well, but then again, they they brought you know they tried to yeah. to make the Inhumans a big thing, and they ended up just. 
coming back with the X-Men. But I mean, it's not like these the studios like yeah. Sony and Fox stole this. Yeah. Marvel obviously yeah, and they did that. Disney owned them, gave them all the rights to this stuff, right? And they purchased it from them. So this is legitimate stuff. Yep. And, well, ooh, yeah, so you don't like it. Well, guess what? You freaking made that deal. You got paid for it. And first of all, I'm concerned. I actually, the X-Men are my favorite. The Apocalypse was oh. great. But uh, mm. the X-Men universe, like, I think they've done amazing movies. Days of Future Past is one of my favorite. Maybe yeah. my favorite superhero movie of all time. I love that <laughs> one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fox is doing it. Like, Deadpool, obviously, is in the X-Universe. Like, they're doing good stuff over there with the X-Men universe. Mm. I don't know if they just didn't like the way well, that they were what they were doing with that. Had issues. The Fantastic Four or what? Ever since the Corman Corman film that was done in script, that was done scratched, and that's where the curse. Oh, he did one, didn't he? Curse of uh, Fantastic Four has come about. It was finished. I, I like the Corman one. Posters the made, finished. It was not released. It finished, or all yeah. the all the films ready to go out released. for distribution. Trailers released two weeks before the release date. Sony Pictures came or Fox came back and said, "Shelve it all. It's not going out." No, I don't think they had any intention to ever release it. Because they didn't there, think it was good. There's a documentary. There's a documentary out called "Doomed: The Untold Story of Roger Corman's Fantastic Four, as but, Marty Langford and Mark Sykes that put it out. Huh. I know Marty Langford. I've interviewed him before on a podcast I used to do. I think it was better than the other. Oh uh, yeah. You, you can find it online. You're saying you what you go, can't see it. You can find it get released somehow online like, or something. Oh um, yeah, of course you can. Section of your comic convention. So it does exist. It has been leaked out. Yep. Who's leaked it? I don't know, but it's out. Probably can find it on uh, YouTube. So yeah. Speaking of that, maybe. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. There are definitely ways to find it. But it's it's, it's like one of their flagship well, titles that they killed for that. So like some. Yeah. Like right. Nothing. Nothing title. It's been around since they've been around. Yeah, but take take a look yeah, at what they've done. That's why I have a hard time believing too. that was the the whole reason why right. they did it. Any any new characters that have come out, I haven't been really screen worthy to put you know to put into a movie. Yeah, and, th- and they're disrupting that franchise quite a bit, in the hopes that you know it, it's not the same as the movies. Just just to con- it, with the hopes of getting it back to the rights back to to Marvel Studios. That way they could take over the franchises. I wonder if any of the people that made these deals are still made, around. Or, I don't know if Joe Casado yeah, was part of it or not. People that are left at Marvel are just trying to clean up what they did. 
the, the, well, the uh, thing is, there was nothing wrong, obviously, with those deals. They were, I mean, at that point, obviously, Disney didn't own them, so they were obviously right. they were working with all different studios. I actually, I actually prefer it, that different studios have different properties. I actually, I'll be honest, with you, I know I'm in the minority. I don't like that everything's under one banner of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm actually not a fan of that. Really? No. I know, I know, I know. Everybody loves it, and that's cool. I get it, but. You don't, like Marvel having, you don't like Marvel having control of their stuff, or what's... I, this has been my thing. I think it's created a lot of good or pretty good movies, but not great movies. And I don't think it, they'll ever produce really great movies, because it's a universe where they're trying to tie everything together. They're not trying to make a single great movie, like I'm going to say, like Christopher Nolan did with The Dark Knight. Christopher Nolan didn't try to create a universe. He didn't actually even care about if he was super faithful to Batman. He was just making a great movie. That's what he was trying to do. do you know, um, I don't know. Like I said, like I've enjoyed them, but I've kind of given up on the Marvel universe. Like with Doctor Strange, I was excited and I was like, "All right, that was okay." I forgot about the day after I saw it. Oh, I say I like Doctor Strange. It was, was fine. Good. It was a fine movie, and Benedict Cumberbatch is one of my favorite actors right now. Yeah, um, but like I forget the movies seriously as soon as I see them. Like they don't resonate with me. I don't remember them. Um, and for me, that's why they're not great, and they're never going to be. Like Days of Future Past, for me, that is a great movie with real issues it's addressing, with amazing acting, and it's a great story. And I don't get that with like the Marvel movies. I think I don't know. There's just something missing for me with those. Well, what about like Winter Soldier? Or that was a great movie, and I like Winter Soldier. It was good, but like I can't ever go beyond just saying it was good. And I, you know, like when these movies for me at least. Interesting. Like Civil War, you know, I was really excited for that. And again, that's a well done movie. But I was like, that's all right. I kind of just yeah. I didn't remember it afterwards. <laughs> The Civil War comics are some of my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. And there was actually, like, if they actually really followed that or the core of those comics, I think they could have made a great movie, like the core issue of those comics. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Marvel's going bad from the comics up, <laughs> I think. Uh, they have well, no idea what they're doing in the comic universe. See, I'll, I think I'll it's going over into the... Some. Cinematic stuff. It was what was happening with the comic universe, and then the whole creative council that was restricting how the movies were being done. Hence, why we had Iron Man three look the way it was. That they, that Kevin Feige, petitioned and Mm -hmm. won and got Marvel Studios separated from Marvel Entertainment. And they're two different entities now. That way, the creative the creative council mm-hmm. has no say on the movies now. I think my all time favorite Marvel movie is a uh, Logan. I thought that was, mm, thought was really well done. 
I haven't seen that, but I hear like really. No, was, that's yeah, great. that was awesome. It's really good. Yeah. Well, there's another one though, right? That's outside of the cinematic universe. Yep. Yeah. Well, I know most people absolutely love those movies, and obviously, yeah, Marvel's Marvel's making crazy amounts of money, right? So, Mm -hmm. in terms of financially, obviously, they're amazing. (laughs) I just don't really care about the financial part. I just want (laughs) really awesome movies. I think it's tough with uh, trying to bring all those different characters together and keep it a cohesive story plus give everybody the screen time that they want and it is and things like that that's why i was actually impressed that i didn't think of i was impressed that weeding with the first avengers was able to do that so well with so many characters <laughs> right um like that it was it was well that's and actually it was probably one of my maybe my favorite in the marvel cinematic universe possibly the first that'll be interesting it's, it's, yeah. it's up there and i am very excited to see his take on batgirl oh yeah yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really good. But the, but the X Men movies haven't always been that great either. That's the thing. The the original, well, the third one of the originals, is pretty terrible. Say, yeah, I, know, I know that's the, what the Dark I actually that was actually my favorite of the original three. Really? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm weird. Um, I like yeah, what? Movies nobody else likes. Uh, yeah. How could you possibly like that? <laughs> it was a mess. No man, I, I really liked that movie. I thought it was it was awesome. Um, so, yeah, but again, like, but first class and Days of Future Past, Days of Future those, Past, I think we're both you know really well done. <coughs> oh man, that's see, I liked First Class. I I was not a fan of that movie. Days I liked Past. First Class was good, but I. But I On the opposite, I didn't like the characters in the first one. Yeah. With the mutants getting their butts handed to them. <clears throat> with uh, what was his name, Darwin? <laughs> oh, the cat. Oh, yeah. could stick his head in. the uh, fish tank and and he grew gills and stuff. And then uh, he got yeah. uh, killed the first time that Magneto and. Those guys came in and attacked him. Yeah. He got, he got burnt up by uh, Sebastian Shaw. That's why it was good. Kevin Bacon's in it. <laughs> it's all about Kevin Bacon. He got footloosed. That's what, That's why I think it's, uh, it's so cool about like movies and pop culture and stuff like that, that has all these like different opinions and things like that, and and everything comes together, and yet people can like still have decent discussions where where other people would just like start attacking the other person and mm-hmm. things like that. So yeah, at least at least for the most part, it, I think it, geeks geeks do it all right that that way. Fandom, so it it's really. Uh, well, I hope so. It's a tight thing, I guess. Uh, what would you expect with, with, with fandoms? Uh, I mean, for for us, wars track. Mm-hmm. There's not an issue because we we had track before wars came around, <coughs> and we know if it wasn't for wars, the track movies would have never have happened. 
because they would have never seen, oh, we could be successful on this avenue. It's the younger generation that are making it such a big deal. Oh, it's Star Trek. Oh, it's Star Wars. This one's better. That one. It's like, eh. Now you're talking prequels versus Next Generation or or DS9 or Voyager. That's a, I think that's a whole other ball of wax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, our thing on Super Geek Up, at least my thing has always been, you know what? <coughs> we I don't care what, whatever you love, whatever you're you're really passionate about, whatever geeky thing, that's awesome. With yeah, me, we're we're, you know? we're and, the same uh, And even if I don't love it, Twilight. it's great that you do. You know, yeah. that's mm-hmm. cool. Enough said. Uh, no, it's not. Twilight's <laughs> okay. Twilight's <laughs> okay. okay too. Well, we have we have Jules. Jules is our uh, resident Twilight. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she sees all the animated movies and in, in, in her that, so. in her mind, is animated movies are Twilight. No, no. Uh, <laughs> like other other animated movies. Oh, because <laughs> she goes to Nova Kids. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Vampire Diaries and things like that. I used to watch it all the time. Um, um, I like that show. In the originals, I used to watch those. I never, never seen them. Although I did watch like a True Blood. Although I kind of fell Not off yet. Died in the first book. That's what you were wondering. Yeah, yeah I actually, like he didn't live as long as he did. <laughs> um, yeah. I never read the the books. Yeah, that was back when vampires were big. Now it's zombies. Yeah, mm, you're right. I like vampires better. <clears throat> yeah, they have more personality. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> Start going shambling around, yeah. going uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to eat your brains all the time. So I take it that you don't like uh, Walking Dead? No, so first season of Walking Dead, I watched like the first five episodes when it was originally aired. And I you know, I tried to get into it. I just couldn't. I stopped. So and part of the, the thing about that show is, unfortunately for me, like I found after I watched it, I had this like kind of depressed feeling afterwards. <laughs> and, and it's not just that show. I've actually found, I got to talk about this with people sometimes, a lot of entertainment in the last years probably even more than that i feel it's gone very dark like including, like a lot of the netflix marvel shows i feel are very dark um and that's just you know what and, and you know some people theorize maybe that's an outlet for people because of all the stuff going on in the world uh for me like i i try to i try to create more comedic things to kind of deal with that that's how i like so like I don't, I just, I can't watch a lot of these shows just because, like, I don't want to see all this darkness, man. You know, like, and I feel like so much of it has gone that way that it didn't used to be. Like, that's it's okay to have I, some of that, but I also like, can we have some fun stuff too? Yeah, the lighter that stuff. Was, that was my problem was Batman, Heart Superman was. It was just so dark and plotting. It was just like you just felt bad coming out of it. It's like yeah. no redeeming qualities in it at all. Which is why I like the Flash yeah. series, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it has drama, it's like but they've tried that a little bit with Arrow as well. The characters joke around. Too, there's you know? sometimes it doesn't work with Arrow with the way Arrow's set up. Yeah. See, 
Yeah. Well, Arrow is the most serious what, of those shows, that's what obviously. I liked yeah. About Legends of Tomorrow. Arrow, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> right. As we discussed earlier, Palmer is, it's been mishandled, but the, you, you get a lot of comedic one liners in there. Um, and there's a lot more. It, to me, I, I enjoy the show because well, the yeah, show that's is a more serious. Show. They're not yeah. they're not as serious as, as Flash, um, but they're still kind of almost gone the same way as Flash, but loosened up even more. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed. I think that this season, I think Flash got CW'd. <laughs> I think it got, <laughs> I think it got it some a, emo it was a and musical. like too drama is always moping around and everything. And it's like, come on, man. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah. No, the no, musical no. part. That no, was, that was yeah. no, but I agree with you. I think that's why I didn't like this one quite as much, even though I still really like the season. Yeah. It was at the beginning, like Cisco was so serious and I was like, Oh, this is terrible. Um, yeah. And like, that's not what I want to see Cisco. And, it was a lot of heavy stuff. This heavier stuff this season than usual. Yeah. Um, and they still obviously tried to work in the humor, but it wasn't as much. So I hope to get back to that yeah. next season. And I miss Caitlin too, going the Killer Frost direction. Oh yeah. You didn't like that? I actually liked that. I guess because I like the interplay between between everybody, so I kind of miss uh, miss that with her going evil. Yeah. Well, I, see, I like I kind of like both. I want her to be like kind of be Killer Frost, but still Kalen, almost like kind of like maybe a vigilante, right. not really like a bad guy, you know? Right. Yeah, like uh, I guess that's I guess it kind of shows the 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 quality of the characters well, in the show is that you're kind of get invested in it. You're kind of like glad. Glad one thing I'm looking, I've been waiting them. for is like Booster Gold. We kept getting told he's going to show up. He's going to show up, and now oh we're oh we're going to have a Booster Gold movie. Well, now he might uh, not be showing up. That'd in the be series. cool. <laughs> oh come on! Well, they're they're not hmm. talking. Well, supposedly it's going to be in like Legends of Tomorrow or something. I heard. Well, I there, heard there's talk point. too that he was going to be in Legends of Tomorrow. That would make sense. There, there's talk too that yeah, um, time travel. And and with Rip Isis going to be in the series, mm-hmm. but she won't be named Isis because of the ties to the terrorist group. They don't want the relationship there. So everyone's alluding to: could we possibly see Black Adam in the series? Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope not. Yeah. Well, if it's Sirak. <laughs> well, that's, well, no, he's playing it in the movies. Yeah, yeah so that'll never happen. Well, that, that's why that's that's what does annoy that's what me I hate about DC. Yeah, <laughs> that a lot of the because some of the, they're doing some stuff as movies, like they can't do it in the shows, right? Like, so we can't see Batman in these other shows. We can't apparently see Blue Beetle, even though Ted Cord, Cord Industries is all over the place. But because I guess they're, maybe they're going to do a Blue Beetle Booster Girl movie at one point. Well, it's um, like, why, why can't so we get like, um, like, why not? Hal Jordan, it's, Green Lantern. It. It's so silly. Because Farrell, 
Feral Airlines, Feral Industries. Yeah, Ferris is all over the place. Yeah, especially Ferris, on the Aero side. Ferris. Yeah. 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 And at one point, did... Mm-hmm. And I hate that they can't combine the characters into the movies from the TV, because, I mean, Grant Gustin is like a perfect casting, and, and yet, they cast the casting for The Flash in the Justice League. It's just like, we're going I on can't see him as Flash. The flush. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. The the flush. Yeah. Are we? It's got problems. Yep. I think even I don't know if Kevin Smith would would tag onto that. Yep. Yeah. Which I'd rather Wait, almost. Maybe, have I mean, him obviously he's been he's doing stuff do for the one shows or two now, episodes CW shows. of the various shows each season, then go tackle one of the C or one of the Warner Brothers DC movies. I would love to see his take on a on an Arrow episode. Hmm. He he has not done Arrow. He has not done Legend. Has he? I know he's done Flash and Supergirl. Has he not directed any Arrow yet? I guess not, right? I don't think so. Yeah, I, he also did a because yeah. he started on Flash. He's done a couple two episodes, ago, of and Flash. then he did Supergirl also this season, past season. Oh, yeah, he did a few this season, actually. I remember seeing him at Comic-Con last year, and he was saying, like, about how they're going to let him do more this season. He was like, <laughs> he actually said to, like, Greg Berlanti, like, yeah, oh, but you know, his as stuff many episodes been, you want, and been Greg Berlanti's like, no, you're doing this many. That's it. Uh, I, I think his episode... <laughs> I, I think his episodes have, have outshined some of the the regular... Oh, I love Kevin The regular Smith. directors. Yeah. It definitely helped with Supergirl, the, the one he did there. I mean, it was like... Starting to hit that bottom of the roller coaster, and he definitely kicked it back up the hill. I actually didn't like yeah. that episode at all. Um, although I don't blame him, I just felt the writing was not good in that episode of Supergirl. Unfortunately, which which episode did he do? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good, huh? Yeah. Was it this season? It was this past season, yes, because he didn't uh, do anything in the first season of Supergirl. Okay. Just like I'd like to see uh, Neil Gaiman writing more episodes of uh, Doctor Who. Has <laughs> he written uh, Doctor Who? Yeah, he's yep. written uh, a few episodes, and they're probably some of my favorites. <laughs> nice. He does really does a really great yeah. job on it. No, go ahead. So. Oh, go ahead, Mike. So I was just going to ask Jeff where we can find him on the internet. Yeah, sure. Uh, so supergeekedup.com is the main site. Like all the different shows I do have talked about are there. Um, and you can links and you can watch from there, or get links to watch all the shows on, on that site. Um, I'm at supergeekedup on Twitter. And um, that's a good place to uh, hit me up. And uh, Super Geek Up Live on Facebook is where we're at. Um, if, uh, if, you give us, if you can give us a subscription to YouTube, that always helps out as well. Uh, we're Super Geek Up over there as well. Uh, 
So, yeah. And uh, like I said, Roll20Con is this weekend. If anybody's around to uh, watch some of it, help us raise some money for charity. Uh, all that information is on our website, all the schedules and everything, all the games we're doing. Awesome. Oh, it's our pleasure. Yeah. But again, thanks, guys. I mean, for having me on, I always appreciate it. It's always fun talking about geeky topics. Yeah. And I love, uh, I like all the synopsis and everything from, from the uh, Monday Night Mayhem and all the character sheets and things like that. So, Definitely cool. If you miss any episodes, to get caught up there. If you can't, if you don't have time to watch, you can at least get a synopsis and read about all the characters, everything like that. So, oh, thanks. Good. Well, that's somebody's reading them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we do. We put all uh, uh, for for the gaming episodes. You, you can read about past episodes, like you said, and and we actually put like nice character picks and um, and stats awesome. and the backstories and stuff up there as well for our characters. Well, if that's going to wrap it up for us for this week, um, there's only one thing left to ask. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.